Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. Special Olympics Virginia this morning. We're going to talk about, especially spend a lot of time talking about the basketball championships in Henrico this year. Uh, next weekend, the 24th and the 25th. And uh, we're going to get into a lot of that. But first, Abby Farley and David Thomason here from Special Olympics Virginia. David is the president. Abby is a, a coach with uh, Area 11 with uh, with basketball and a polar plunger. Good morning to both of you. Thanks for getting up and coming in this morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Hey, it's great to be here, Ted. Thanks again for having it, us. It is, uh, it is great to have you. Before we get into basketball, we do have to talk about uh, polar plunging <laughs> because we all polar plunged. And wow. At the, the the waves. That's the first thing that I will always remember. The twenty twenty four. There were there were some for. big uh, aggressive waves this year for sure. But it was it was a blast. I mean, it was it was really great. I, we were just talking about the fact that each plunge is different. This one had you know a little bit a little bit more wave action. But we had uh, thirty two hundred people jump into the ocean and uh, helped us surpass our our one point five million dollar goal and. We're at 1.62, which is incredible. incredible. Isn't that something? Yes. That is just something. Because you always wonder, and especially with inflation, everything that's going on right now, but uh, the, the 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 state and the, and the plungers really came through. Absolutely, and we're we're so grateful to everybody who who was there for us. Of course, people from all over the state came down to the Virginia Beach plunge, um, and we're just grateful for the support that we were we were able to, to see there. And that Friday before, I think we talked about this last time. The Friday before included something called Cool School Challenge. So we had students uh, from all over come in. I think there were about 400 students who came in and did a plunge of their own on Friday, um, which was also, it surpassed its goal. It was, their goal was $65,000, and they're at more than 90 now. Mm. So just really uh, knocked that out of the park. It's also a chance for us to give those athlete, those students the, the message about Special Olympics. They meet our athletes. They hear about the importance of inclusion and respect, and they understand why how they can be agents of change in that way, how they can, and their school environment and their communities, help people understand the importance of, of everybody's gifts that come to the table. So it was fantastic. And it was a lesson learned for me. I was going to do the Friday night, the, mm. the 5K, and Thursday morning, I'd go to sign up, and it was filled. Yeah, we sold out, which yeah. is incredible. We, yeah. we, you know, lesson learned for us. We're going to try to expand that number next year. <laughs> um, uh, but we, we were happy to sell out, but uh, you know, I also hate it to turn people away. But we'll, we'll, we'll take that into next year and make it even bigger. I'll be a little bit more <laughs> on the ball and in, in, in It was a up. great night. I mean, it's one of those, those nights, where, one of those runs. It's like a, a light run where you have those uh, yeah. color lights and everything, and it was fantastic. The year before was frigid. This year was really a beautiful night out, and so it was great to be sold out. So, Abby, what do you remember from the from the polar plunge? Well, I remember your bright pink outfit, um, which <laughs> I did. was great. I, I um, did. Your Barbie outfit, loved that. Um, I'm sure you'll remember this year because I know you got knocked on your butt pretty hard by a wave. Yes. Um, absolutely taken out. So, But we had a really good time. Um, we raised a whole bunch of money, and then I think our after party was super fun. I got to meet some new people, um, got to see some amazing dance moves. People were breaking it down on the dance floor yeah. as usual. And um, we also got to hear some beautiful serenades. We, we turned from dancing to karaoke, um, which was a new turn that we, we don't always have. And we had some of our favorite athletes who, who grabbed the mics and let us, let us hear 
their their yes. best songs. Yes, so they it's always did. a memorable time. Um, but the weather was a lot nicer this year, so I was personally grateful for that. But I think our athletes had an awesome time. And in, in Area Eleven, having a party afterwards is just it's it is you you described it well. It's just the best. Oh yeah, absolutely. I took a bunch of videos of. I mean, we had break dancing, like we had everything that you could possibly. Yeah. And we have a little DJ. Um, his name's Kevin, and he always plays like a wide plethora of music. So you have everything from like. I think we had the hoedown throwdown from the Miley Cyrus movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we would have, we had everything. So everybody had a really good time. <laughs> it really is a celebration that, that particular weekend for, for all, for everybody. Without doubt. It's a celebration of doing the plunge, but it's a celebration of what Special Olympics does across the state. And Area 11 leads the way in celebrating. I mean, they bring, they bring a huge team. Yeah. It's a wonderful area here in the, in the Fredericksburg area that is just so well run and it engages so many people across the community. And so, and, and of course, after you've, 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 conquered the, the the freezing water everybody wants to celebrate and get warmed up and yeah there, there was a lot of celebration going on which is fantastic well it is it's it's something that for for years and years i hesitated to do and, <laughs> and finally did it and abby you and i did it the first year this we did it the same and we've we've gone back we, i think once you go you don't really ever do. stop going back right. now it's like an expectation mm-hmm. so there's people that are like, oh, are you going to do it? And I mean, unless you have some large excuse of somewhere that you need to be like another country, then you're probably going Yeah. <laughs> because now people expect for you to go and you're just a part of the event. And I wouldn't want that any other way. But I think once you once you do it, you're roped in um, and uh, you get to experience all the years, which is cool because everyone is a little different. And how true is that for Special Olympics? Once you go once, you keep coming back. Honestly, I mean, once yes. you come and you learn what we do, you meet the people we get to work with and work for. It's just it is a. Uh, Something that you don't just want to keep doing. So I mean, that's true for the plunge, true for Special Olympics. <laughs> that's that. That is a great point, David. Because over the years, I have gotten to know so many, and uh, you just you see people and you recognize names, and then you learn names, and they come up to you and are just you you you, you do develop relationships. We'll we'll get into that, but I mean, I know that Abby, that's for you too. I mean, you you've really been involved in Special Olympics over the years and have some real close friends. Yeah, definitely. Some of my closest friends um, are from special olympics and i think that like if i ever miss a practice or a tournament or something because i'm not feeling well in the next tournament that i come to or the next practice that i go to everybody's like oh my gosh are you okay like what's happening and god forbid like anyone ever breaks up with me and they think that like <laughs> how can anyone ever break up with you and Why? like they're just they're my biggest support system and i absolutely <laughs> love and appreciate that um and they just give me the most unconditional love which i appreciate but yes i'm here like I don't know, seven years later. And, and once you're in, yeah. you know, they kind of become your family. And it's something I look forward to every week, even on weeks I'm having a really off week and I may not feel like going and coaching. Once I go, it's like a huge serotonin boost to my mm-hmm. system. And it's just kind of a step away from all of the stuff going on in the world that can be really dark and heavy. So That is true that when, when once you do it, uh, the, the, when you get to know Special Olympians, they expect you the, the, the question is, you're, you're you're coming down to Virginia Beach, right? Well, of course. I mean, wh- yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, <laughs> right? But again, once you just, you know, I've done this for 37 years now, and I, I remember that first time. I was going to ask you because I knew you've done it a lot. Yeah, I remember that first time. Same feeling. I'm like, oh, this is magic. This yeah. is great. I see this this community that supports each other, that brings joy, that brings, you know, challenge in all the good ways. Um, and so, yeah, it's it, it really difficult not to want to keep doing this this is everybody wants to be part of special olympics there were two there were two women next to us before we went in and they were just saying they, 
it's that anticipation the first time when there's the countdown <laughs> and they were really nervous and they just and again they they came out and they said you were right you were right this yeah. was a lot of fun yeah. and you got you know, more than three thousand well well three thousand plungers plus you know yes. scores and scores and scores of other people they're just and it's just this huge energy you know everybody's getting pumped and then you watch the countdown it's really exciting yeah I did learn something though this year I saw a number of people who had these big heavy robes that they put on after they came out of the water yeah and i thought that might be a, something to invest in yeah not a bad idea at one point we that was one of the incentives we gave for plunge if you raise a certain level oh you, got you gotta a, a plunge road oh okay there's some people who are like do this again so we'll, we'll look into that yeah <laughs> definitely a science i think we should do an experiment on the best way to plunge and i think that i've gotten mine to a better science of like yeah. you got to wear Crocs because you don't want to get your shoes wet, but you need fuzzy socks under the Crocs, and then you got to layer up. But then when you go in the ocean, you just want to be wearing like a swimsuit because you Little don't want your clothes possible. to get yeah, wet. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you have to figure it out year after year. You do. You figure out like okay, how is the best way to do this? But we yeah. need to make a handout or something. That's and like, a, how to survive polar plunge? Exactly. Here's, here's our tips. <laughs> a friend waiting with a towel is a good friend. Right. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and I'd learn. All your stuff. So and don't have them make sure they don't. Want Wander. Yeah. You, this is where, where you're going to be. Because I had a wanderer, and that was a problem. <laughs> so, good stuff this morning. Uh, David Thomason and Abby Farley here, Special Olympics Virginia. Our focus, when we come back, we're going to talk about the basketball championships. New location this year, but they're taking place next weekend. And uh, we'll talk about that next on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. Good stuff this morning already with Special Olympics Virginia. David Thomason, president of Special Olympics Virginia. Abby Farley's here. She's an Area 11 polar plunger and coach and uh, in, just involved in a lot of things. Abby, what is your story? I, because I, I know I've probably i know i've heard it but i don't remember how you got involved with special olympics because i will say you are beloved in area 11 just beloved by parents and athletes alike i always say that they probably give me a whole lot more than i'm ever able to give them but um i started volunteering with um individuals that have special needs a long time ago but i was kind of just doing it here and there for Mm -hmm. community service hours stuff like that um, and then I became the aide in the special ed classroom at my high school. And I got Christmas gifts for all of the folks who were in my class, just little things here and there. And so I was actually um, at Kohl's on Black Friday. And I went through the line and the cashier at Kohl's was like, oh my gosh, I love I'd gotten this little Pokemon watch for one of the guys that was in my class. And she said that she loved it. And I said, oh, thank you. It's like for one of the people that is in my special ed classroom at school. And she said, oh, do you want to coach Special Olympics? And I was like... Sure. <laughs> so that was basketball season, like, I don't know, my senior year of high school. So uh, whatever, eight years ago now, I guess, seven years ago. And um, I've been doing it ever since. So if I would have been in a different line on Black Friday at Kohl's, I very well may not be sitting in this seat today. But the stars aligned with that, and here I am. So. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> because you have really embraced it. Because I say, you, you do the polar plunge. I see you coaching basketball all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm also on the board for our local area, um, which is a good – everyone jokes that I'm like the influence of youth on the board. Um, so I'm in charge of our social media. <laughs> and I have people reaching out to me on social media all the time. I've got multiple messages just in the last couple of days about how do we sign up, how do we get involved. Um, and that's really cool because I think we're bringing another aspect 
to our local area and helping to recruit athletes by doing stuff like that. So I kind of get to be behind the scenes in the logistics part of how our area runs, but I also get to be out there on the front lines cheering my folks along. Um, And it's super cool to see them do awesome on the court, on the field, but also just in their lives outside of Special Olympics too. What a great story. Mm. That really, and, and David, it, it shows the importance of just that cashier of just saying, "Hey, would you like to do this?" To have people that just say, "Hey, you might like to do this." Yeah, we have we have fans of all kinds all over the place, and for that cashier to have mentioned that is exactly how you know, how people get engaged yeah. with us. Just somebody saying, "I love this, and I think you might too." Come and try it. You know, come to a games. Come, come be a fan. Come, come cheer people on. Come meet an athlete. Come coach basketball, whatever it is. But that that we're we're so. Uh, we're so grateful for just the thousands of people who know about Special Olympics, understand its importance, and, and want to share that, you know, that joy that we were talking about earlier, that, that celebration, that opportunity for athletes to develop their best and bring it to, as, as Abby said, to the court, in their schools, in their jobs, in their communities. And it's just, and when, Abby, when you, when you go to, uh, I've been to a number of, of, of basketball tournaments and, and, and events, and whether it's basketball or track and field or, or whatever, it just the, the energy level and just how, just the joy, the yeah. joy that they all have when they, when they, they play is just, is so fun to watch. Yeah. And I think that that is, is so important because it's number one to them. It's like they're playing on an NBA team. Like a lot of them, this oh, yeah. is like. The coolest thing ever they're out here prepping for the game they've been drinking gatorade for like 48 hours like they are ready to go um so they take it very seriously but i like it more because of the fact that you get to see the confidence that's like infused in them as they play the skills that they learn about communicating with others and about teamwork and maybe losing sometimes mm-hmm. and figuring out how we handle that <laughs> and they take all those things out into their lives and those are the things that allow them to be able to get jobs to be able to do interviews to be able to navigate their lives with um, a level of confidence that I think that we're instilling by just playing sports it's not just sports for them it's teaching them all these skills and also giving them a huge community of people to be friends with and talk to um, which is a priceless thing. I would think that, like the cashier who recruited you, that you're always telling people, "Hey, do you want to do you want to come and do this?" Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, I just think that it has brought so much joy to my heart. Um, and frankly, I want to like spread that joy to other yeah. people. I know what it's done for me. Um, the the family that I've gathered, I have multiple adopted like moms and dads through this process that helped to guide me along in my own personal life. And so I'm always encouraging, telling people, and that doesn't mean you have to be roped in for seven years like some of us but even just coming to an event I think can also really just open your eyes to getting around people who may be a little bit different than you and realizing that a lot of times they're a lot more like you than you actually think that they are so it is it it, it, just being able just talking and interacting with them is not nearly as difficult as you sometimes would think it would be yeah absolutely I always just talk to um, individuals that have special needs, just like they're any other person. You, you know? do that. Like, that is one exactly. of the, you have a great skill <laughs> at, at that. Yeah. And most of the time, you know, you get to know them, but it, that's the best way to enter every situation is just talk to them just like they're anybody else that you would meet. And um, you learn that you have lots of things in common and like some of the same things. And it's a really cool experience. And I think that um, being around individuals that have special needs think the more that you do it the more that it just becomes like a normal thing and I'm hoping mm-hmm. that through some of the things that we do with Special Olympics um, like some of the inclusivity things that are going on um, 
that kind of helped to just spread that, just like we were talking about the kids that were polar plunging from the schools. That's all helping to be able to kind of spread that word and, and get those communities interacting with each other. And I know that's, that's the big hope because, I, David, when you and I were in school, we didn't have those opportunities always where you interacted. Nothing like this. No. I mean, not at all. And, you know, to the, the conversation you are just having with Abby, it, so often people have a fear of difference. Mm-hmm. Lots of kind, lots of differences, and to be able to have your heart and eyes open to connecting on commonalities. We all have commonalities. Yeah, let's work on that. And you know, those those simple human differences, like a disability, don't need to separate us. Don't need to make us afraid of each other. So just an, an open openness to being able to communicate with and connect with and find that community and offer that community is what Special Olympics does. But yeah, when I was in school, there was no option like that. We. We're currently uh, we're reaching out almost 500,000 students across the state of Virginia um, with mm. this opportunity of uh, something called Unified Champion Schools, where we pe- put people with and without disabilities on the same uh, team. That can be a basketball team. It can be a leadership team. It can be a community team. Uh, it can be all kinds of, of collaborative uh, efforts, and it, it has changed those schools. 100% of the school liaisons tell us that that has changed their school for the better. Less bullying, more respect, mm-hmm. more inclusivity, uh, a better culture all the way around. So we're, we're, I tell people this because it's true, but it sounds maybe like a little grandiose statement. We are definitely changing the world every day with Special Olympics. Oh, just little, little things. I, yeah. I know when um, Dennis Bain did some, did, did some things and some programs at Chancellor High School. Yeah. It just there are there are there really are all kinds of, and it looks different in every in every community and you have you have different people that are, that are able to, to do it but like you say it, maybe it's a sports team but but maybe it, it, in in a, in, a, in a school setting it's having having students cook meals for for the faculty and staff things like that it can be so many ways and it should be different for a community yeah. because every community is different but the importance is there are a lot of commonalities and we are providing that 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 place where people can just connect on those, those things that we have in common and they can work together and they can learn from each other and, and they can grow, you know, together through, through that leadership opportunity. So, but it, it looks different in every community, but you know, we do offer a, a menu of options for schools to kind of prompt what might work within their community. Mm-hmm. They adapt them. Um, but we have lots of resources for schools to develop this program with the unified champion schools. And in, in all those cases with the, with the, with the unified teams, both both sides of the both sides of the t- of of the of, of the program just rave about it and love it and there's and, and, and friendships are developed that, yeah. that, that last. Well, you know, sport is the vehicle that Special Olympics uses for everything. Yeah, know? and you know, Abby was saying, you know, by playing together, you learn together and you grow together. And you learn how to communicate and you learn how to support each other and you learn how to win and you learn how to deal with a loss and all of those life skills translate and that you know that's that's what we do. Um, and all and everything we do with Special Olympics is is because of sport, but it, it, there's so much more to it that we achieve. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in going to I know in, in every year going over into the Y and seeing some of the, some of the basketball games at the Y or, or some of the other schools around the area, if I see whether it's Abby coaching or others, you mentioned just about the smiles mm-hmm. the between the athletes and the coaches, everybody's having a great time. Yeah, absolutely, and. I think that sport is our vehicle, um, for sure, but it's just one of those very unifying things where Mm -hmm. we're bringing all these different people. I mean, we have players on our team that are completely deaf, like Mm -hmm. no speech, 
no hearing, nothing. But they play like, with everybody else. And it's it's interesting to be able to see that where you're having – we have so many different skill levels, which is awesome too. Like I coach half court for basketball. Um, we have skills where people may not be able to play a full game, but they're able to practice their skills. And we have people that are out here dunking on each other at the YMCA. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's all different – levels of people um and you get people interacting with each other that probably wouldn't with this common thing called sports and i think that sports is a very uniting feature we've seen that with the super bowl this year and all the little girls who are watching it with their dad because taylor swift might be on the screen yeah and you know there's certain things like sports and music that can really like bring people together and we've definitely utilized that um to our advantage and helping to to share the message that we have to spread. And in Area 11, there's a there's a group of cheerleaders that are oh, always absolutely. there, and they're they're just wonderful. I love them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're the cutest people in the whole world. They are. It's several of them I have seen over the years, and they I mean they they have just such a great time when they they go out and do a show. And a lot of times they'll be from uh, from some of the Stafford County schools, some of the cheerleaders will be will be interspersed with them and they all have a great time yeah definitely i love the cheerleaders um watching them is the cutest thing ever they just bring such a smile to my face with all their shininess and all of their music but um it's cool because we have a lot to offer to everybody let's say you're not a basketballer you can be a cheerleader or let's say you're not that like we have bocce ball and like all of these we have something for everyone um and it's a very approachable thing where we it doesn't matter if you're 60 or if you're 18 you're welcome to come and play on our team and we will find a spot for you and we will make sure that you feel like you belong and there's always needs for volunteers and coaches and everything in special olympics but especially in area 11 around here yeah, we, we definitely need some volunteers. Um, so anyone who's ever interested, I coach half court by myself, um, which we make it work, but it's definitely hard to like go chase a ball that we've missed right. while also trying to like make sure that we switch lines and do stuff like that. But um, we'll always take volunteers. And I have not played basketball or softball in my entire life. I played volleyball one year. Really? Um, very poorly. But I did play <laughs> volleyball at least. So, But I didn't even play those other sports. So we're really looking for people who are coming in with an open heart and a lot of energy and enthusiasm and patience. And you'll figure out the rest. We'll, we'll make sure that you can <laughs> learn the sport you're coaching. <laughs> you, all you need to do is go to the Area 11 Special Olympics page and uh, you, you you keep that up and there's all kinds of all yeah, kinds of definitely. fun things on there our facebook page feel free to message i'll get you in touch with the right people whether you want to volunteer in stafford or in the spotsylvania area we have sports at both um but i'm always welcome and i think um probably the special olympics website to the virginia website yeah. has our area director's yeah. contact information on it too so they can go there as well um and reach out to us and try to get involved and that's specialolympicsva.org. Yeah, specialolympicsva.org. All yep. kinds of great information. That'll be the connector to everything, including Area 11's amazing opportunities. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Please. We're going to take a break and come back and talk all about what's going to happen on Saturday and Sunday next weekend in Henrico because that is where the uh, basketball championships will be and uh, exciting to have. I know it's exciting for you, David, to be able to have every – Everybody, and I know in talking to coaches, they're really looking forward to this, to have everybody in one location. Yeah, absolutely. It's a a beautiful facility. And first of all, Stafford County has been so great to host us for the last 20 plus years. And we're grateful for that. We think that having everybody in one spot will elevate how we're celebrating our athletes. And that's what we're about. And that's what I've talked to. All the coaches around here are really looking forward to this. We're going to talk all about that when we come back. SpecialOlympicsVA.org to find out more and uh, even get the information on what you need 
for the uh, basketball championships. David Thomason is here. Abby Farley is here. More on News Talk 1230 WFPA. It's 830. From the Fredericksburg Dot Today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFBA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. David Thomas and Abby Farley here this morning. Special Olympics Virginia is uh, what we're talking about. SpecialOlympicsVA.org to uh, get uh, all the information. We didn't mention it. We talked about the polar plunge to start, David, but there is a polar plunge in uh, Leesylvania and is it the, the New River Valley tomorrow? Out at Radford at Bissett right. Park, yes. Yeah. Uh, and there'll be the, both of them going on tomorrow. Uh, the one in Leesylvania actually starts at 9.30 with a 5K run, or because we're penguin-based, we call it a 5K waddle, yeah. like we did out at Virginia Beach. And then New River uh, will also start around that time uh, out in Bissett Park. But yeah, we, this will be the last of our five plunges this year. Um, we've been so grateful for the successes we've had, as we said earlier, all, so many people have been involved, and we've just been able to, to raise awareness and funds through this. And so I'm looking forward to tomorrow. That's a nice thing, too. If you can't make Virginia Beach for whatever reason, yeah. you've got some other options. Exactly. We want to make it easy, uh, whether it's plunge or any part of our program, we want to make it easy for every Virginian to be part of what we do, to, to, you know, to enjoy some of the, the things that Abby's been describing as far as uh, understanding and getting part of the, being part of the community of, right. of people with intellectual disabilities. If you're not doing anything tomorrow, Abby, do you go on up to Leeselvania and jump in the water again. There's it's going to be really space. cold tomorrow. Yeah, come on down. I think once was enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, one time per year is my capita, but I will be cheering people on for sure. Yes. Um, and we'll definitely look for any um, posts and stuff that we can share because I, even though I'm from Area 11, I'm always trying to – anytime we have an athlete who goes and do something, d- yeah. does something cool, like an interview for something mm. or some of our global messengers or things like that, I'm always trying to share. Like we have Grace Ann Braxton from our area who we yep. all know is a legend so every time that she has some accolade which is frequently then i'm yeah. always sharing that and it's like yeah this person like i saw her at the eye doctor the other day like this is a legend walking amongst oh, us guys like say hi get a, get an autograph um but i'm trying to share stuff on our social media page from all across virginia to not just our area so i'll be keeping an eye out for what happens this weekend grace Ann saw me in downtown fredericksburg a couple months ago we were on the opposite she, i was on the other side of the street i didn't see her and she came right across and sure. We carried on for a long time just, well, just talking about things. Who doesn't love Grace Ann? Exactly. She, as Abby said, accolade a week. It seems yeah, like some, she's just accomplished much. so much, including really recently being inducted into the Virginia Hall yeah. of Fame in, for golf, which is incredible. That is. That's yeah. such such an honor. Yeah. So the basketball championships, it's the uh, Henrico Sports Center next weekend, David. And this I know this is really exciting. It's, it's, a, it's a new facility and uh, – Everybody will be all together. Yeah, we're, we're really excited. We've been looking for a way to elevate how we highlight our athletes. You know, And again, Stafford County has been such gracious hosts uh, for the last 20 plus years. Yeah. And we've been throughout the county at various schools, which has been fantastic. And we're looking forward to having everyone under one roof. So every game will have a lot of fans in the stands. It'll be easier on our coaches and volunteers because they won't, they won't have as much driving involved. Um, and so we're really excited to be at the Henrico Sports and Events Center just north of Richmond um, on Saturday and Sunday uh, to have our full court, half court, and skills competitions in basketball. Um, I can't wait. 
Really, really looking forward to celebrating our athletes. 60-some teams. The opening ceremony is worth the drive down there. And I will say, I, I checked ways in from South Stafford to, to, uh, to Henrico, to the, to the sports center, is less than an hour. Yes. And yeah. it's worth it. It's, it, it's really moving. They, you, you light the torch and you hear the oath and all kinds of things. Well, yeah, we'll kick things off with, this, with the opening ceremony Saturday night at 7.30. Um, at the, I'd, I'd advise people to get there earlier so we can, we can because there'll be a lot of energy leading up to the ceremony. For yeah, sure. yeah. But it starts at 7:30, and as you said, we'll 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 have the cauldron, we'll have the oath. There'll be uh, a lot of pageantry and a lot of celebration uh, leading into the championship. Now, before that, there was some preliminary play at the event, just so we can kind of make sure that our teams are as well divisioned as possible. And so that'll start at one o'clock. So people can come okay. down as early as one o'clock and, and oh, okay. start seeing what's going on. Uh, we kind of culminate the night with that 7.30 opening ceremony at the Henrico Sports and Event Center. And we have, you know, just under a thousand athletes from across the state, uh, mm. from 23 different you know, programs in, in the state. Um, and we'll have 52 uh, full court teams, uh, 52 traditional full court teams, and then 10 unified full court teams. And as a reminder, unified is when we put people with and without disabilities on the same team. And then 47 half court teams, and then 53 skills athletes. So Special Olympics is all about um, allowing opportunity for everybody to bring their best, whatever level, whatever ability level people have. We want to make sure that everybody can succeed, can find and kind of redefine their own possibility. So we have skills level, half court, and full court comp uh, competitions going on. So yeah, where, where, wherever you're at, there's, there's, there is a place for you. Everybody has a place in Special Olympics with or without disabilities, of all abilities, of all backgrounds. Uh, and, and, and you can do anything from coming and cheering people on to you know, being a full-time volunteer like Abby and coaching our, our, our athletes, um, there's a place for everybody in Special Olympics Virginia. And I know, I know a number of um, of parents of of athletes, Abby, and boy, they're they're so enthused. They're always posting pictures and talking about tournaments here and here and there. It, it really becomes a family, a yeah, family absolutely. event. And I think that those people are are family to me, um, and they're also entrusting me with their kids <laughs> i take them out and they know because of the fact that we've had these meaningful relationships and, and fostered these relationships with each other that i care about their kid from the bottom of my heart and will make sure that if something happens and they cry because they missed a basket like <laughs> abby's arms are waiting um and that i'm gonna make sure that they stay safe and i think that it's also a great leadership opportunity for people wanting to get involved because you do have some element of responsibility um mm. of making sure that you're constructive with your criticism and being adaptive you know, sometimes the same drills that I look up on the internet, since I never play basketball, um, <laughs> since I look up on the internet, don't work with my team. Like, yeah. it, it's not, it it's just doesn't fit with the way that we operate. So you have to adapt those kinds of things. And not only are they getting great skills, but I'm getting great skills from doing those things. Um, and I feel so blessed to be entrusted with um, being a small part of their, their kids' lives as they continue to grow up to be amazing individuals um, and great members of our community, super contributing members of our community. Like they're all working, they're all volunteering, they're all, you know, just really being great impact makers um, out here in the world. Wow, and that's, David, that's gotta just warm your heart because like you say, sports is the vehicle, but it's helping, it's helping them 
become acclimated to the world. It's helping everybody. Everybody. Those with and without disabilities mm-hmm. realize that everybody has gifts that they can bring to the table, whatever that table is. We've talked about it before, whether it's on the basketball court or in the pool or at your school or at your job or in yeah. some other leadership uh, opportunity in your community. Special Olympics helps us all, like I said earlier, overcome a fear of difference and uh, it equips us to to support each other's um, gifts and what what people can bring in and helps us see them first of all because sometimes we, we don't see those gifts in other people and those this is you know our overarching goal is to have that happen with those with disabilities but also with all differences you know we really want people to see what everybody can bring um, and respect that and include them in all settings I would think too with the the, the, the setup in, with it at the Henrico Sports Center. Mm. To have so many people there to be be cheering, can't wait because because that that's what makes these games a lot of times to to have yeah. have a lot of people cheering. Everybody wants fans in the stands, right? Yeah. And so this will this is that's one of the big reasons we're really excited about this. And I will tell you, you alluded to this, but you know, before we made this decision, which was a difficult decision to leave Stafford, um, we we talked to our, our lead sponsor Geico, and we talked to the sheriff's office, and we talked to volunteers, and it isn't. As far, I mean, it's, it's, it's in Richmond, but it's really it's in Henrico, so it's right. north of Richmond. So it really isn't that far. We'd, we'd love for your listeners to come and volunteer. You know, still, it's not, it's not like it's a long way away. Um, but the facility has, you know, it's a 12-court facility. And it's, it's beautiful. Um, and I think it really will set the stage for us to, to con- even more so cheer our athletes on. Um, and it, and it'll be easy to go from one game to another because they're all in that one place yeah. instead of you know ten schools or and so it'll really be a great way to celebrate. That. As much as we liked it in Stafford, it, oh, it was a yeah. bit of a difficult. It was if you even if you knew the area, yeah. I didn't know some of these schools. I would look and think I have no idea how to get here. Well, you know, it is about the athletes. It's also about you know people like Abby, our coaches and our volunteers, yeah. who, who were in those cars and vans taking athletes to schools and sometimes getting there without without any fans in the stands. So we want it to be better for the entire Special Olympics community. Yeah. And this is going to help us do that. But again, I, I can't say it enough. We're so grateful to Stafford for all the all the all the beautiful things they did over these years to host us so well. Yeah. No, it yeah. was. It, yeah. it, it, and again, it's, it's it's worth it if you can if you can go down and like you say, spend a few hours. But the opening ceremony. Is always really so, so moving, yeah. especially at the end when an athlete walks down and and, and lights the uh, you know lights the torch. Literally seen it hundreds of times. It gets me every time. Yeah, <laughs> I fall. I fall. Yeah. Every time. One of our athletes, Carson, um, he's been wanting to do uh, it for yeah. so long, like so long. And I tell you what, when he rounded that corner, I was hysterically crying, yeah. and everyone was like, "What is wrong with you?" And I was like. His moment. Like, it's Carson yeah, Leggett bringing the torch. His mom, Becca, were just like yeah. puddles in the floor. <laughs> so yeah, between the music and the lights and just mm-hmm. how much, just imagine what it feels like. Like I'm not cool enough to carry a torch. Like I, that, no. that's you know a really cool moment to have everybody watching you and be escorted. And I think that that's something that they're going to remember forever. And watching my athletes get to do that is something that I'm going to remember forever too. Mm-hmm. It's so heartwarming and inspirational and just beautiful. Yeah. I remember the one year would be because uh, Sheriff Decatur would always be with mm. the athlete and the athlete, he, he veered off and was just high-fiving everyone. <laughs> uh, and it was just, and, and they went with it, it you know, it was, it, we, it, but it, you're right. Every, every time it just, you, you just get all choked up. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's just part of what we do to, to, um, 
give our athletes the same opportunities that other athletes have, right? And, and in addition to the ceremony, mm-hmm. uh, as we mentioned, all day Sunday there's competition. And, and believe me, you might be surprised at the level of competition. It's, oh, yeah. It's the full range of competition. Um, and all of it is just wonderful to see and to cheer on our athletes. Um, as all athletes do, they want that kind of support. They want people out there cheering them on, you know, wishing them well and, 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 uh, and, and being in the stand and doing that. So we're looking forward to having a full house. So again, it's not that far. No, from from South Stafford, and if if you live even closer to ninety five, it's not even going to be that long. Right. But from South, you know, fifty four minutes or so. Yeah, and you're there. Not bad. You're yeah. there, and, yeah. and I promise you, it'll be worth it. We we challenge people to come to an event and leave unchanged. I promise you, when you meet our athletes, you, you'll you'll have a, a different perspective. You'll have a different understanding of other people, but you might have a different understanding of yourself as well. I can remember a few years ago, and I can't remember what Stafford School it was, but it was just a Saturday morning game that that, that I was at, and I, everybody was cheering on this one athlete to score, and when she finally scored, everybody just just mobbed her, and it was just so. And that 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 stuff happens all the time. Yeah, yeah and I think I like I love the torch. Um, don't get me wrong, but I think my favorite part has always been the oath. And yes. it's the let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. And, like, what a motto for life. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, for for all of us, like, life is hard on the court, off the court. Um, and things may not always work out our way, but we're going to give our 100%. And I think that all of our athletes do that every single day, whether it's, you know, I have an athlete that works at Dollar General on Fridays. And let me tell you, he's the best shelf stalker mm. in the world. Like, he takes that job very seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, so do all of our other athletes. And so I think that that's just a great motto to take out into life. But watching them celebrate each other. Um, and, I mean, I have <laughs> one time we might beat another team. One time we were really far up on another team. And one of my players actually, like, pretended to, mm. like, drop the ball so the other team could get it and take it and score. And, like, you know, that may not be the best basketball. But that's but, great mm-hmm. people etiquette in people it's just showing that we're building this emotional intelligence and really caring about people even when they might be our competitors yeah you make a really good point about uh our athletes bringing their best to jobs so many employers say wow i wish i had more more employees like this person who's also a special mix athlete because they do want that opportunity and they will show you that they are great employees they're dedicated they're courteous they're on time they're they're they just and they bring a whole new uh, spirit to your 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 corporate culture too, so you know, job placement is not what we do, but we do help people get ready for jobs by 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 again through the vehicle of sport. So it's a great point. Well, and in, in Grace Annett at the University of Mary Washington is just legendary. They they love her. Don't they call her Amazing Grace? Amazing there, Grace, they do. <laughs> yeah, and it's rightly just, so. Rightly so. Yeah. So it it it, it really is those uh, those kinds of things. Uh, Abby Farley is a yeah, coach with Area 11. David Thomas and the president of Special Olympics Virginia, specialolympicsva.org. Basketball championships in Henrico next weekend. The, the uh, opening ceremonies are Saturday night, but uh, you can uh, go during the day and uh, volunteer or get involved. We'll uh, wrap this up when we come back on News Talk 1230 WF. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, 
Ted Schubel. SpecialOlympicsVA.org. That's how you can uh, find out more information about getting involved in just the terrific work of uh, Special Olympics Virginia. David Thomason is uh, here. He uh, drove up from Richmond this morning to, uh, to to be with us. And uh, Abby Farley is uh, an Area 11 coach and just, just, just so involved. I'm so glad you could come in, Abby, because you do really, you do really put an enthusiastic front to this whole thing and, and, and really talk about how it's, it, it is, we all can get involved and it's not that difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll take whatever time you're willing to give us. You know, that doesn't mean that you have to be at every single thing. I've become deeply involved, but you don't have to be, even if you just show up to our Christmas party or, or show up to cheer on some of our athletes, you know, it doesn't have to look like something that takes up a ton of your time, but I promise you that whatever time you're willing to give us, we'll be so grateful for our athletes will be grateful for it. Um, and I think you'll be grateful for yeah. it long-term because it really truly does give so much back to you that you would never expect until you walk in and you start to feel feel that moment um, and, and why this is so important. You and I would never have been polar plungers, and, <laughs> ever. But I would have never people. voluntarily jumped in the ocean if it was not for these people. Yeah. I can promise you that, we, or for this cause. <laughs> we knew people that said, we want you to do this. Yep, absolutely, and now it's our job to, to go, go, go spread the message um, and keep recruiting people to come out and join us in Virginia Beach, and eventually we'll have to move our parties to different places because we're going to outgrow yeah. our spaces. So. It's a good problem. <laughs> it is interesting that after doing it this year, a number of people have said, you know, we'd like to, you know, I'd like to, maybe I'd like to go down there and do that. So Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be just great for years to come, and I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Basketball championships, David uh, Thomason next weekend, 24th and 25th in Henrico this yeah, year. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday, 24-25, we'll be at the Henrico Sports and Event Center just north of Richmond. And as we said, it's a, it's a relatively easy drive from from for your listeners. Um, yeah. And, you know, you're talking about how, how involved Abby is and how important volunteers are. We have 8,400 volunteers across the state who do so much for us. We're so reliant hmm. and so grateful for those those volunteers. So everybody can contribute. Everybody can be part of what's going on. Even if you haven't uh, haven't signed up for a volunteer job, come down and, and you know experience what we've been talking about all morning and, and meet some of our athletes and see some terrific basketball and celebrate the pageantry of opening ceremony. There's so much going on. It's just so, so fun. 24-25 uh, February, Henrico Sports and Event Center. Um, play pretty much all day, starting at 1 o'clock on Saturday, and then all day on Sunday uh, there'll be oppor- uh, yeah. opportunity to see competition all under one roof, which will be a, a great way to elevate those athletes. The opening and the torch, everything, that's at s- starts at 7.30 on Saturday night. 7.30 is when the official start is. I'd encourage people to get there early because there'll be some festivities going on beforehand, but the yeah. ceremony starts at 7.30. Um, and uh, and it'll it'll it'll, it'll be a, a great uh, about an hour. So it's not a long not a long ceremony at all, um, uh, but it is a, a really good one. And again, if nothing else, just come and, and, and experience the joy that we've been talking about through Special Olympics. It, it's there for everybody to to, to have part, take part in. And Abby mentioned the oath when when that when when all of those athletes are saying that oath, the the the, the lighting of the torch is great, but boy, that oath too yeah. just gives you chills. It's a very powerful thing um, to to hear all the voices come together and to see people signing um, the oath and all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. We have, um, you know, athletes of all different kinds, all different ages, all different disabilities. um, And watching them all come together and share one statement is a super powerful thing. Um, And I think 
probably as a country, we can all learn to, <laughs> to probably do the same thing. A little um, bit. But there's a lot that we can learn from them. Um, and it just is an awesome thing to watch and to be a part of and to continue to support. And if you're looking for an organization to give to, an organization to volunteer with, Special Olympics Virginia, specialolympicsva.org that gives you all that information. Great work, David. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. But honestly, the great work goes to all our volunteers, like the two of you here and the people hearing us and the 8,400 people around the state. I am, have the distinct honor of being president of Special Olympics Virginia, an organization that I've loved for more than 35 years and, and, uh, and, and for all the reasons we've talked about today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate the opportunity to, to, to come up here and have a chat with you and, and Abby and, and with your listeners. Well, let's get together again before summer games, summer games and we'll the, uh, tort, the uh, law enforcement torture and all of that. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll do all that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Appreciate the opportunity. Great to have you here, my friend. Yeah. And Abby, good to have you here this morning. And uh, see you at the next Polar Plunge. The next, I'll see you next weekend at the basketball Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And we have like most of the calendar year to recover before next year's plunge. <laughs> so I believe in us. <laughs> SpecialOlympicsVA.org. Abby Farley, David Thomas in here. Thanks for listening. See you Monday morning. Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the hosting guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.